Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I want to talk to you in this podcast about what is happening with the Kurds of the world and what the United States is doing about it. And I want to tell you right up front that I am deeply concerned that the United States is on the wrong side of one of the most important issues of our day. You know, sometimes when I'm lecturing at universities, especially more conservative universities, and I say something critical of the United States, especially as foreign policy, uh, some students, some faculty members get concerned that I am, you know, moving leftward. And the fact is that I am a patriotic American. I'm a right of center conservative. I'm the son of a U.S. Army officer. I spent most of my teen years behind the uh, in Berlin, you know, which basically was in communist territory at that time and peering over the Berlin Wall to look into the uh, communist territories. I'm, I'm very much a man who loves this country and believes that for the most part, the United States has been a force for good in the world. However, there are times when we make moves in our foreign policy that cause large portions of the world to resent us. And I believe that we're doing that right now. Let me give you a little bit of background. As I've told you before in this podcast, uh, on September 25th of this year, very soon now, after this podcast is recorded, uh, the Kurds of Iraqi Kurdistan uh, and pretty much around the world are going to have a referendum on whether Iraqi Kurdistan needs to break from the rest of Iraq. Now, I can tell you right now that Iraq is failing as a state. It is coming apart at the seams. Um, The government in Baghdad is largely influenced by uh, the Shiites of Iran. Uh, The government right now just happens to be Shia dominated uh, in Iraq. And so it's a very, very difficult situation. And many experts believe that Iraq is going to cease to exist in our lifetime. Well, The Kurds have put up with a great deal of persecution from the Iraqi government, most recently under Saddam Hussein. Their relationship with the current Iraqi government is not great. Uh, Their part of Iraq is working, is functioning, is democratic, um, is is thriving, or at least was until the recent war with ISIS, thriving economically. And so they are considering separating from the rest of Iraq. So they'll have this referendum on September 25th. I think it's going to pass to the tune of 80%, 90% support. And that should be something that's welcome to the United States. That should be something that is consistent with our values. That's something we should be celebrating. You know, after World War I, President Woodrow Wilson, who was a a good man, though he had serious flaws. He was a racist, for example, no question. Man born in Virginia and and deeply uh, besotted with those kinds of racial attitudes from that time. Um, But but still a man who had noble intentions. Uh, He issued what historians know as his 14 points. And these were 14 points to to guide the development of the world in the wake of World War One. And one of those points, which we can celebrate to today, to this day is that he said that that people groups of the earth, ethnic people groups, should be able to have their own self-determination, that they should be able to have autonomy, that they should be able to seek independence and nationhood. And and this is a principle of of Americanism ever since. Well, some of the people he had in mind at the time he wrote those words were the Kurds of the Middle East. Uh, They were an ethnic group. They were large. Uh, They should have been given independence at the time. 
that had been promised in some of the treaties of the time, but there were, as we all know, secret treaties like the Sykes-Picot Treaty that undercut Kurdish rights and the rights of others in the Middle East, carved up the former Ottoman Empire, and left us with this superglued-together nation called Iraq and the Kurds superglued into it. Well, it has simply never worked, certainly not for the Kurds. And so now we're at this point in history. Iraq is a failed nation. It's run essentially from Iran. Uh, It is failing in every possible way. The Kurds have pretty much spearheaded the war against ISIS, which is now proven successful. And now they would like for the first time in history to have a nation of their own. They're 35 million strong worldwide and their moment in history has come. But the United States is doing everything it can to fight against this independence movement. Uh, Secretary Tillerson has contacted Masoud Barzani, the president of Iraqi Kurdistan, and asked him not to hold the referendum. The U.S. government has pressured Baghdad to uh, work against this referendum. And so now uh, the Iraqi Supreme Court in Baghdad has ruled against this referendum and has ruled it illegal. Uh, The U.S. government is insistent upon a one Iraq policy uh, that holds Iraq as, as a unified whole and requires all foreign governments to work through Baghdad, for example, to give aid aid to the Kurds, something that has not worked because the government in Baghdad and its its various tributaries are so corrupt and and tend to siphon off a lot of the aid. Very little aid ever gets to the Kurds. So the U.S. is opposing an independence movement that is based on the very principles that gave it, the United States, independence. It is opposing an independence movement that's based on one of the principles of one of its own presidents, President Woodrow Wilson, who called for self-autonomy for the people groups of the world. And they, uh, we also, as the United States, are showing a great deal of discreditude, of ungratitude, and of disregard uh, for the sacrifices of the Kurds who stood on the front lines against ISIS and have brought us most of the victories against ISIS that have occurred. So here we are, a nation that was formerly a colony, a nation that had to break from a colonial power, uh, a nation that has called for autonomy for the people groups of the earth throughout its history, a nation that has helped to foment revolution in some places where independence movements were thought valid. And now, We are opposing in the Middle East a people who are 35 million strong worldwide, who are a century overdue for independence, who have been loyal allies to the United States, who are largely pro-democratic, pro-Western, and to a surprising degree, given that they're 97% Muslim, uh, very much pro-Israel. In fact, our other ally, our other close ally in the region. And Here we are opposing an independence movement and asking that instead they stay connected or stay as part of an Iraqi unity that is failing, falling apart, fraying in every way, and that is certainly betraying the Kurds. And by the way, opposing the the rising of a nation that could be amazing for us. I mean, think about an independent Republic of Kurdistan in the belly of the Middle East that is moderately Islam, not extremist Islam, that is pro-Western, pro-democracy, 
and to some degree pro-Israel. I mean, we couldn't have a better ally in the region. So we need to stop this one Iraq policy. We need to tell Secretary Tillerson, the State Department, and the White House uh, that it is time to support the Kurds and their independence. And I'll go even further. I believe we need to put a U.S. military base somewhere right outside of Erbil. We have been playing up to Turkey for a lot of years. They've been a terrible ally. Uh, they have brutalized many people. They have betrayed the U.S. I mean, their, their leader, Erdogan, has literally talked about a crusade to retake Jerusalem, and he's made the speech within the last 24 months. Think about that. Why in the world are we acting like this is a good ally in the Middle East? Why don't we encourage an independent Kurdistan? Why don't we put a large U.S. military base right there in that, in that independent Kurdistan? Why don't we support the Kurds in their independence movement? Their time has come. They have the law on their side. They have history on their side. They should have American support on their side, given what we say we believe. And we, I believe, would be among the major beneficiaries. So, I'm fiery about this, as you can tell. I talk a lot about the Kurds, but I believe we are screwing up badly in the United States. I believe Secretary Tillerson is wrong. I believe our State Department is wrong. I believe the one Iraq policy of both the Bush and the Obama administration has proven itself wrong. And I believe that the Trump administration should support Kurdish independence after this referendum, which I'm sure will pass handily, and should give full support in the UN, full support in the community of nations, begin immediate recognition, and put a military base in that part of the world. In addition, we should immediately uh, initiate trade agreements with an independent Kurdistan. We are on the wrong side of history. And it is because we are trying to play geopolitics. We are trying to build a hedge against Iran. We are again using the Kurds, just as we did after World War I, as a buffer, much to their detriment. It is time for an independent Kurdistan. Their moment has come, and we in the United States should support them. So contact your congressman, contact your senator, talk this up, write it up, social media it up. We can help turn this thing. The Kurdish moment has come and it will only benefit the United States. If you're if you're passionate about the cause of Israel, it will benefit the cause of Israel. If you're passionate about checking Islamic extremism, an independent Kurdistan will check Islamic extremism. It is what we want to see in the Middle East. We'll have an awesome trading partner, uh, people who are already committed to a free market, already committed to being connected to the global exchanges. And uh, this is something that will help to take the Middle East in the direction we want to go. Secretary Tillerson and our State Department are on the wrong side of this issue and on the wrong side of history. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.